an African-born immigrant in America, I've spent the last six years trying to define my identity, pursue a new life, build a career, start a family, and bridge my African heritage and the American dream. The real question is how did I do it? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Rudolf Mali and welcome to the Afro Hustle Podcast. Follow me and follow along with the conversation as I present interesting topics and interview successful African-born immigrants to share their success stories that will inspire and help you smoothly assimilate into your new American life. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode. So today's episode and today's proverb is around a flowering tree there are many insects. That's actually a Guinean proverb. And I'm thinking about this because around a flowering tree, I'm thinking about a flowering tree to be something that has a potential. You as a person have a potential for growth, you have a potential for success. And around that flowering tree, there are many insects. The insects can be positive and both and negative. So as a positive insect, these might be people who are impactful people who are there to support you to enable you to grow better they are here to motivate you to inspire you to cheer for you while you're growing on the negative insect these are people who are negative these are people who are there to drag you down and of course within our African context our African culture we have those things we have so many of those instances where people and these are even family members people who are they see you growing they see you progressing but they don't like it they are then to destroy you they are there to destroy you because they don't want your family to succeed because they are jealous of uh, certain things that's happening in your family they are jealous for the success that's happening in your family and the achievements that your family is because they know that you as that flower you as that tree that is developing that flower you are going to raise your family up and for us who have who have been blessed with the opportunity of being in the United States, we are serving as that flower. We are serving as that tree that's developing those flowers to actually bring light to our families back home. Okay, let's jump to today's episode. Today's episode is actually talking about the history of African immigration to the United States. You know, so many of us don't think about this. We think that um, the fact that we are we immigrated to the United States, this, uh, this is just this is just what not many of us have actually taken time to sit down and go back and try to look to examine that okay how did Africans started immigrating to the United States and we are usually very faced with very with many challenges with our peers at work in the United States or with the people that we meet on the streets uh, you know in, in school our teachers and our our co our classmates they intimidate us they, they they ask us many questions about things that we may not even understand even things that we may know but we are so timid to actually provide accurate responses i remember when i first i remember when i first immigrated here so i you know my my, my aunts and my cousins were having dinner and my cousins of course who were they were african born but immigrated here many many years ago when they were you know toddlers and my one of my cousins asked do you know beyonce and rihanna so i was i was you know i was already 24 years old and i was like no i don't know beyonce and rihanna because i wanted her to think that i wanted her to keep that primitive mindset i was really troubled by that question but at the end of the day i kind of actually cleared things with her i said you really have to understand your your, origi- your your originality your home where you came from the fact that we are from cameroon and from africa doesn't mean that we don't watch tv doesn't mean we don't we don't understand things you know so these are the really little things that we have to start educating our children and and people that we you know people who have very limited knowledge about africa 
about African immigration to the United States. That's the reason why I really wanted to bring this conversation today. So we all know that during the 19th centuries, there was a lot of colonization, colonialism that Af that occurred in, in Africa, primarily by major major players like the uh, like England and France. They played a major role in in colonialism and slavery at the time. And you know, some of us knew we've read this history, we know this history, and it didn't kind of resonate a lot with us until we immigrated to the United States. Now we sort of hear so much about slavery in the United States and how it was abolished and how people detest slavery and you know now we're actually looking at slavery how look at how inhumane slavery was the practice of slavery and the challenges and the impact that slavery actually had in the lives of, of the slaves which of course are us our parents our grandparents our generational parents who were actually who were Africans so Africans migration to the United States were very very was very very limited because America was not part of the colonial you know called colonies that were fighting in the 19th centuries for colonies in Africa because America was not primarily interested in African you know in African colonialism because of course they were actually colonized they were colonized in the 17th century by by England and they were trying to build their own economy within their 18th century and the 19th century and the 19th century so the rise of Africa African immigration actually came when after most of the colonies were most of the colonies which include English and France were actually started investing a lot of funding into high intensive work labor industries including agriculture and mining so we they realized that many of the workers were migrating from areas of low labor demand to areas of high labor demand and most of the, the migration was intra-Africa which means what well, they were actually spending time between African countries between one town to another between local local divisions to another over time somewhere around the 1960s when African when most African countries started getting gaining their independence they were they started practicing urbanization because now agriculture started developing in different in different towns and cities came industrialization when industrialization came into Africa most of those African countries they started experiencing urbanization most of their talents and their skills and their students and citizens were migrating from the rural areas to the towns and urban areas Area, where they started learning new skills and education to start practicing and developing new careers. At the time, traveling out of the United States, out of the Af out of Africa, was not part of what Africans actually thought about. However, there were kings and chiefs who actually started thinking about actually sending their kids overseas. So migration from Africa well, was limited to people who has who had money. You know, kings and chiefs and people like us, of course, were very limited because we didn't have our king. Our parents were not kings and chiefs that actually thought that they could educate us overseas. Our migration also was impact was also influenced by people traveling overseas for families for for you know funerals and marriages and weddings and graduation ceremonies which of course all those events do still do occur today. But those were the driving force of migration out of Africa within that within that time. However, you know as over time the colonies started realizing that they could start pushing for education they want to start providing opportunities for colonies like Africa, like Cameroon, Nigeria, Liberia and these other countries to actually come up and started, you know, I started providing them with educational opportunities but through scholarship. Like today we know about the Commonwealth Scholarship which is actually providing a lot of opportunities for English-speaking countries such as Nigeria and and the and the and the English region, English-speaking regions of Cameroon and, and other, you know, Ghana, Kenya who are now going over are gaining, you know, they're able to gain this scholarship. They're offered scholarship 
scholarship opportunities to study overseas so now education also became a part of became a driving force for migration from africa but now we have to we have to realize that most of this driving force most of this migration was actually in all of these colonies based in the uk and you know in the england france and in all these other countries but the united states was primarily limited so statistics that was i was able to pull out for this for today's podcast which i'm going to put the sources in the, in the description below actually states that somewhere around the 1960s we only had about 35,000 african-born immigrants in the united states and those number grew up significantly under over the next decades Around the 1970s, it went up to 80,000 African-born immigrants. Around the 2000s, it went up to 881,000 African-born immigrants. I mean, those are significant numbers. And 17 years after that, which is 2017, those numbers went up to 2.3 million African-born immigrants in the United States. And those, were, those numbers were actually influenced by a lot of factors. Some of the factors are actually pushed and pull African African migration to the United States include first of all which I'm thinking about and was actually the oil crisis of the 1970s the oil crisis actually for some of some people may actually have more context or more information about the oil crisis and the impact of the oil crisis in the United States uh, or, the, or the global economy so within the 1970s to the 1980s the US economy was trying to build themselves they were trying to regain their, their economy meanwhile they opened their doors now to welcome more migrant workers who come in and work and develop the economy which of course influenced a lot of migration from Africa because now those migration from Africa was limited to only skilled labor they were only looking for people who are skilled and people who are educated to actually come to the United States to develop the United States economy from the crash of the 1970 oil crisis in the 1980s second policy was the 1980s the u.s instituted the refugee act of the 1980 and the 1980 refugee act actually invited and attracted a lot of a lot of immigrants from african countries such as ethiopia liberia cameroon nigeria and nigeria had just suffered the nigeria the, the biafran the biafran and civil war and most which pushed a lot of Nigerians out of Nigeria into 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 the United States, just like what what Cameroon is currently experiencing right now with the Anglophone crisis, which is pushing a lot of Cameroonians out of Cameroon to different countries, including the United States. So another thing that another thing such as uh, another pull push factor was the adoption of the 1990 Immigration Act, which of course gave a birth of the U.S. Uh, DV Lodge, which most of us have benefited for most people who may not know what the developer is so developer is one of is a u.s uh it's part of the U.S. immigration policy that was adopted in 1990, and that the U.S. the the, the actually is being launched every October, every every year October, and and I think the results are out then the following year, the May of the following year, and now the results are out, out. Of course, that brings a lot of excitement if you are selected. It's I think this policy was actually implemented to be a fair chance to provide everybody on a global scale an opportunity, a fair shot, you know, to come to the United States. Because now, for people, people, there are people who have been playing this lottery for multiple years and have never had an opportunity to migrate. And some of us who were blessed with the opportunity to migrate here for God knows why. You know, we are here in the United States. I think the way the policy works is, so you have, when you are selected, you migrate, you obtain the U.S. visa, you migrate to the United States. And once you are in the United States, you have to be a lawful permanent resident for five years. Um, after five years, then you are qualified 
to apply for naturalization to u.s citizen if you choose to be so now these are and the benefits of this devil lottery are just enormous there are a lot of things that a lot of impact that this but this this lottery has actually provided to families countries around the world not just africa but our purpose our focus on this to to address african context and some of which actually has included how we have actually developed a lot of skills it has given us opportunities to come to the united states to study to learn to start businesses to to develop a trade and you know take this knowledge and go back our african country you know impact our economies create new businesses develop hospitals and create medical centers and communities over there to help our own people to develop for people who do not have opportunities to actually migrate to the united states but we have we who are blessed with that opportunity can bring that knowledge and skill back home to teach our people and educate them that this is the you know this is what we have learned and this opportunity that we are providing for you to be able to you know develop yourself and advance in your career and actually create a career for yourself so thank you so much guys today this um today's episode i mean this i just really love it just really goes back to our african context you know our our origin how actually we came to the united states because most of us don't really think about we're all interested in how we came to the united states and the success that we want to be able to create for ourselves which is totally fine but let's take it you know it's good for us to take a break take a step back and actually see how that has developed over the number of years the past decades and how we can be proud of our origin how we can be proud to stand up anywhere and i am actually an african you know i am an african i am in america you know i'm an african american and i'm able to develop i can speak multiple languages you know i have been able to travel across to across two continents and my work and my two money i make is developing the economies of two different continents so those are really solid points for us to really stand up to and hold firm to our way to hold firm to our our personality that this is who we are and this is what we are developing for ourselves and we are here to impact the u.s economy we are here to but you know to modernize ourselves and develop our people back home this episode was brought to you by afro hustle podcast if you like this content click the subscribe button and follow me on social media see you on the next episode be great see contacts in the show notes below